did my therapist get that thing to stop saying this meeting is being recorded i know i feel like yeah i feel like some of them don't say that Mm -mm. they don't anymore do you not like it when it says that you want to stop it just sounds like it's like you know i can do that robot voice it just makes me mad that she can do it well i think hers is i think that voice like is a robot or an AI. I don't think they're asking a human to talk in a robot voice. They are. It's cheaper. <laughs> hey, cheaper. can you just make it sound like you're a robot? Yeah. When you announce this, and we'll give you like 20 bucks. Yes, I sure can. <laughs> That's so good, though. Getting caught in the rain. Using your cat's first and last name every time. Being on a break from drinking. Understanding what a rare acronym stands for. Scrapbooking. Giving books you loved to friends. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so so fucking hot. Hello. Crazy hot. And so are you. I'm Eileen, and I have developed a really special bond with the checkout cashier at my local grocery store. And I'm Lauren, and I can barely handle how much work it is to take myself to the beach. So how are people taking their fucking children? That is a great idea. You know, it is so difficult to take a child anywhere. Mm hmm. Wait, did you have to take did you have to take the kids you nanny to the beach? No. No, I never no. did. Um, but you went to the beach. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. did you go? I, well, I went to the beach like two days ago, the 4th mm-hmm. of July proper. Nice. Um, nice. And it was super nice. And we went mm-hmm. to Fort Tilden Beach. We have friends who have a car. Mm-hmm. Okay, brag. Yeah. We have <laughs> multiple friends who have a car. But we have friends who have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It took 30 minutes to get there, and it was so nice. Mm-hmm. However, it is so sandy. It's so tiring. And I'm seeing kids with their parents, and you have to worry about getting mm-hmm. them desanded. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that kills me is the sand, because it's fucking everywhere. Like, it was yep. in my eyebrows. It was in my ears. It was behind my ears. Yeah, that's a lot. Wait, so you would rather it be less sandy? I mean, the beach? Yeah. Isn't that the I point think- of the beach, that it's sandy? Yeah, I just think it's a lot of work post-beach to desand yourself and not get it all over your... Oh, for sure. Especially when you live in an apartment. It's not like... I think when we when I grew up, we would just like desand in the driveway mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in the lawn yep. and take everything and like wet it again and get all the sand out. But when you live in an apartment, mm-hmm. you can't take your yeah, shoes you don't off have a yard outside space. of your house. Right. Yeah. That's right. So. Wow. Fort Tilden is far from you. That's so it far. It is far from us. We had to go down to like Ditmas Park area. We got off uh-huh. of the, um, I think like Beverly Stop or something. Nice. And they live kind of close to there. Um, nice. So we went to them and then they picked us up. But it was a lot of yeah, moving that's so and much. And if you're bringing a bag full of beach stuff, your, you know, your towels, oh your water, your sunscreen. Let's go mm-hmm. to the beach. Beach. Let's go get away. <laughs> Nicki Minaj said it best. Minky Minaj. Minky Splinage. Have you ever Stinky. seen that? That's a vine. Where he's like, who's this? Let's go to the beach, beach. Ninky Minaj. 
and it's oh, my, one I of my favorite vines ever. Yeah, man, I love Vine. We talk about Vine and TikTok so much on this pod. It's great. I'm more I happy to talk it. about Vine. Dude, Vine is the blueprint. It was amazing. Yeah, I love how you say. Do you want to say it? Yeah, this is my catchphrase. That yeah, um, is so true. <laughs> Vine walked so TikTok could run. That's so as we funny. all know. That's what is so that? true? What is the original version of that saying? Um, like, like, some, like where did you first someone walked so someone else could run? Yeah. Don't people don't people say that? They do, but I've always heard it like standing on the shoulders of someone or they open the door for me. You know, I yeah. hear a lot of women talk about how important it is for the the women in our past who have done it so we can go ahead right. and do it. Yes. But I like yes. they walk so we could run as well. Yeah. Like I, I heard someone else say, and this is not necessarily an opinion I hold, but I heard someone else say like Beyonce walked so Lizzo could run. And it's like, but Beyonce never but, walked. Yeah, though. Beyonce didn't walk. Beyonce ran, and Lizzo's also running. So they're both just running. Okay, so I'm understanding <laughs> how we're misusing it mm-hmm. because Tick Vine did kind of walk. Vine was like a huge hit, but it wasn't yeah. in the time that TikTok was. And I think that's probably the main difference. Mm-hmm. That I think Vine was like before its time. It yeah. was like ahead of its time. And also the six say. seconds, as we said before, was six garbage seconds. BS. But there are some really iconic moments mm-hmm. because of the six second inner, like, you know, the, the limit. But yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a um, it was they had to expand. And that's why now we have Tiki Talkie. Turk, 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 Turk. Speaking of six seconds, I. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, read today on Instagram. I follow this Instagram called the Gottman Institute that my therapist told me to. Mm-hmm. look into because it's a really lovely institute about like loving relationships and how mm-hmm. to foster your relationship and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And their post this morning was a six second kiss is the like exact amount of time that releases like the most chemicals like bonding chemicals. So I mm-hmm. went to the bathroom, like sharded, then washed my hands and came out and found Nick <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, kissed perfect. him for six seconds. Yeah. And it was great for both of us. And then you finally felt like you had feelings for him, probably. (laughs) (laughs) And then I finally fell in love with the man I'm going to marry. Yeah. You finally were like, oh, wait, all I had to do was kiss him for six seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I didn't say this. I don't know. It's science. Yeah. But the Gottman Institute is actually like um, for all of us women who are just marrying just to for security mm-hmm. and actually hate the people that we're with. And Which it helps is, you trick yes. your brain into falling in love with people like Beauty oh. and the Beast. Like Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Like Beauty like, and the Beast. There's also that article that's like if you stare at someone for, if you look into someone's eyes for four mm-hmm. minutes, like mm-hmm. you'll fall in love. It's called eye gazing. Eye gazing. I mm-hmm. fucking more like. <laughs> no, that's when you, well, that's when you rub your eyeballs together. Wait, did you? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, did you ever Okay, there was like this this like world record um these people were trying to like like make the world record for like the longest kiss and they like made out for like 12 hours or something insane and they were they were strangers also. I for some reason I thought you were going to say they were siblings. <laughs> they were siblings. And they were siblings. No, and they were roommates. Hashtag #vine. Um <laughs> They were roommates. And they were roommates. Um no, but I remember seeing that. I think it might have been 
Okay, I might be confusing two stories. They might not have been strangers. Yeah. No, this is what it was. It was like a TV show, and they were like two strangers from the audience, like come and make out for like how long, however long you can. Mm -hmm. And like the couple that makes out the longest, like wins a prize or something. And I, it was like in when I was living in Scotland. So I was like eight years old, and I was like, what is this? Like, what are these people doing? Like, sucking face for hours. Can you please tell any stories that happened in Scotland with your accent? Oh, 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 with my Scottish accent? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. It's, yeah, okay, I've got to get into it a bit. All right. So one... <laughs> oh my God, uh, I love this so much. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, I can't let me think of some uh, Scotland story. Um, the, um, I remember one time we so we used to live in this house that had like um basically a field past the fence that cows would just like walk through all the time so we would cows. go out and sometimes we'd be like oh my god there's cows and then and now i'm not allowed to donate my eggs because i might have mad cow disease but i don't <laughs> wait is that true yeah you can't donate your eggs because you no. might have mad cow disease because like they were like so I was going to donate my eggs when I was like 24 because they were going to pay me like $12,000, you know? Yeah, like, it's it, out of yeah. control. It's right. out of control. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll get $12,000. So I, I like filled out the application and then I had a phone interview, which they don't do for that many people. So I was like moving along. I was like, yeah. oh my God. And then someone I, would be so lucky to have your eggs, Eileen. Are you I have me? great eggs. I oh mean, it, it would come out like with an amazing voice looking like you look with oh, a great so personality and work, work ethic. With whoever the dad is. Hopefully they don't suck and then in the interview they were like so tell us about yourself and i was like well i used to live in scotland and i lived in france and i was trying to make it seem like i was so like interesting and cultured and blah blah, blah. they were like wait you <laughs> live in scotland what your checklist is like scotland? <laughs> lived in scotland not <laughs> applicable lived in france not, not applicable. applicable and here you are thinking you're bragging <laughs> i know and they were like and then they were like um wait, what years did you live in Scotland? And I was like, I don't know, like 94 to like 2000. And they were like, oh, well, we we don't allow applicants who've lived in the UK during those years because of the spread of mad cow disease. And I was like, well, I don't have it. And they were like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because that's just like the rule. Like that was mm -hmm. the cutoff. Those were the dates. And so, yeah, it was a bummer. But um, it's, a, you know, ultimately, I don't think I do want to donate my eggs. Like I sort of do. It's very invasive, I've heard, right? They, like, go up there and they scoop it out. You have to be on hormones and shit. Yes. You do have to be on hormones that put you in a, like, weird In a state. coma. You have to be on a hormone called FSH, which is follicle-stimulating hormone that makes your follicle, your eggs are not um, full eggs until they're little follicles that are sleeping, until oh. they're stimulated, and then they become eggs, and then you you know menstruate and all that stuff oh wow so wow. you have to be on this thing i mean it happens every month for us but mm -hmm. it also like when they really want them to grow they pump you full of that shit and that's oh my so god How, does that affect you like mentally somehow how does it affect you like are you really tired maybe you're really moody i mean based off of my friends i that are uh having children or trying to become pregnant you get some really intense feelings like right up front. Like you get oh, wow. incredibly tired. You get super, super, you know, like irritated. And what's worse, you can't drink or smoke. So you can't do anything about that shit. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That sucks. Yeah. Wait. Oh, my God. Our guest just entered the waiting room. Oh, my Here God. Here she comes. Hi. 
crazy hotties. We are here with our guest for today's episode. You have definitely seen her. She is a creator and star of Boy Shorts. She just wrapped filming senior year starring Rebel Wilson. She's an extreme skateboarder and a member of the Sister Wives that my parents and I once dropped off at the Empire State Building for a Settlers of Catan competition. Wow. Please welcome to the pod, Molly Brown. <laughs> Molly, hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? We haven't been chatting for like five minutes. Yeah, no, we, this is... Absolutely so fresca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an example of something that is true. Yeah. Yep. So, Mal, welcome to the pod. Um, I saw the joy in your face as you remembered that, yes, you did help me move into my last apartment. And, yes, you were like, oh, if you're driving to Brooklyn, could you drop me off at the Empire State Building? I have to go there for a competition. <laughs> Yeah, it's really important. It's um, that's where I was playing Catan pretty regularly in the Empire State Building, uh, with with people that I met from the Catan tournament that I did, and it was really great. Uh, this was also bringing me to asking you: This is your old. This is your apartment. Where are you right now? You're in your home. Right now, we are in the throes of moving. We are in the apartment that you know. Yeah. On the Upper West Side, but we are. Yeah. Oh my God. This next week is going to be a fucking doozy, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not moved yet, but we um, will be soon. And you haven't even started, some people would say. <laughs> some people would say that. I mean, we got the big pieces. Yeah. We have the boxes. I have the tape. Yeah. Um, but I mm. did get a debilitating period yesterday. came to me through God's, oh. God's gift and magic. So I could yeah. not build any boxes yesterday because um, I was being scooped out like you would scoop out a cantaloupe with a oh melon Oh my baller. god. Of course. <laughs> and um, also just please let me know if you do see a cockroach uh, on the wall behind me. <gasps> no, at any no, mo- no. At, Still there. At any, at any moment, I do think he could come back. Um, oh my the god. fun thing about my apartment, I really, really love this home. Like I'm obsessed with this place. We have a backyard. We can't use it because it's like Jumanji back there. Like it's so overgrown and so scary back there you that we've never use used it? our backyard. It's so we went out there one day, uh-huh. Chandler, my roommate Chandler and I went out there one day. We like were kind of clearing up things that were on the ground, like twigs and stuff and everything. The moment we cleaned off the ground, weeds up, like shot up so fast. <laughs> my bike is is back there. Uh-huh. Um, I had it locked back there when we first moved in because uh, it was still March and like cold a little bit. So I wasn't going to ride my bike. I locked it up in the backyard. You can't see it anymore. Oh, like, my God. It's It's <gasps> been overgrown and it has been for a long time, actually. Um, it's so scary back there. I love this apartment, but... The one horrible, heinous thing that keeps happening is cockroaches do keep coming out of my AC unit. Oh, no. It's, um, Wait, it's really window? not. It's No, and I wish. I wish that there was. You see you see the AC unit up here? Okay, no. so Molly's showing oh us one God, of those AC units above. that's like the bar above. It sits right at the top of the wall. Which I always associate with luxury. Like that is a cool thing. It is. Well, but here's the thing: is it's it's not luxury. It's they're fooling you. They are freaking fooling you because this bad boy. Yeah. You know, landlords they are supposed to pay for heat, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This is not central. This is like this is like pretend central AC. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually through electricity. So like in the winter, we will be paying for our heat. And that's what happens. You have these big boys. Um, and also what happens is I guess cockroaches, um, if you don't use them for like a week and a half. So I was just, I just got back from, uh, Atlanta via Iowa. 
um, I just got back and so I didn't use that AC unit for like two weeks and while that happened two cockroaches said we'll live in here it'll be okay oh my god and then one cockroach was like Danya I'm pregnant with triplets (laughs) it's like it's so messed up it's so heinous so um, the first time it happened it was so horrible we killed the cockroach pretty quick but this time I, and I knew and I like I didn't turn on the AC last night when I was going to bed I was a little drunk and I was like I know that if I turn it on like there's a good chance some cockroaches will come out mm-hmm. so nope. I'm not gonna deal with that right now it's too dark and I'm too fucked mm-hmm. up um and then so this morning I did it and um yeah one big fatty fat fat guy like <laughs> oh my he, god he's the first one out and like he doesn't he doesn't fall down he's like on the wall the whole time he's crawling in like he's just up and around the whole thing it's very scary oh. and some tiny a tiny one dropped down landed on my nightstand right no here. took no. a shit stop oh they my god don't do that they don't they do they do <laughs> they do because i cleaned it up oh i had my I was, god. it was like you know i guess it's like fight or flight and he chose poop so wait he yeah, fell he, from the ceiling <gasps> landed shit and then ran away <laughs> Yeah, but we killed him. We got him. Thank God. We got him. Molly, that's I don't. Scarelicious. Yeah, I don't. Like but the that. thing, the the big guy. So the exterminator man. I I can't like talk too much more about this because I could go on yeah. for this entire <laughs> podcast. Like I could talk about this forever. It's just so fucked up. This exterminator man who was just quite a character himself. Like he said so many alarming things. Like, you should be my boss. He's a real professional. And I was like, what? What does that mean? I need you to be a professional too. Like I can't, I can't have you in my home. Mm -hmm. So he put, he put stuff around my AC unit, Mm -hmm. which is like poison stuff. So the big guy, I think he ate some of that, and then I also sprayed him a little bit on his way back in. So I do, (laughs) I do in my heart and soul. Like I want to believe that he's dead, but he could still be alive. Well, you know, our last guest, Brooks Allison, made the viral TikTok about ants living in his AC unit. um, And he did that, the poison where the ants think it's food and they take the poison back to the queen and then it kills them all. Yeah. And I don't know if that would work with cockroaches. I feel like it couldn't hurt to try. Well, that's that's what they put around my AC unit. Mm. So that is what I think that he had a little snack snack Mm. on. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, you know, like crossed. he he's not in my he's not in my mind or in my thoughts anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. I moved on from him. We're moving on. We have a fresh slate here. I do. I yeah. want to ask you more about the Catan tournament at the at the Empire State Building. I almost said Eiffel Tower. Great. Yeah. Um, it feels like it. Uh, what is um? Did you win? And and I have a series of questions. Did you win? Yeah. If so, what yeah. did you win? And how yeah. how was it? What were the contestants like? Mostly men, mostly women. What was the right. vibe among the contestants? So the Catan tournament actually. I've never done a Catan tournament in the Empire State Building. I've only then played games with people from the tournament. The tournament was at this place called like Brooklyn Game Lab, which I know you're thinking, is that in Brooklyn? No, it was in the financial district. It was 100% in the financial district, (laughs) um, not not Brooklyn at Mm -hmm. all. And um, so I did the tournament there. On the first day, there were 50 people. I came in fourth. Nice. nice, nice. Yeah, I I won my first two games pretty easily, and then I have this big rivalry with this guy named Ronnie. He beat me in the in my third game of that day, is, so I came in in fourth. Is this okay, the Queen's lawyer, Gambit? Ronnie the lawyer? 
This is Ronnie the lawyer. Okay. Have you heard about? I talk about him like actually a decent amount. You do. Where it's like at a, at a certain point, like I might get sued by Ronnie the lawyer. No. Like <laughs> for what? For everyone, making him famous? Come on. Um, I guess just like maybe slander or like I don't know. Like I only talk shit about Ronnie the lawyer, oh. and um, we met one day. Mm-hmm. And he lives rent free. Like wow. it's actually embarrassing. It's embarrassing how much what? I care. What do you mean? In her head, he lives rent free in her head. Oh, I was like, oh my god, let's unpack that. <laughs> and maybe also rent free. Like I don't know what his deal is. I don't know his life. Wow, that's really cool. Oh, Ronnie, if you're listening, you suck, and we don't think you could. You do suck, us. Ronnie, and yeah. you are not welcome on the pod. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie. Um, so the tournament was. I I do believe that there were three girls there. Oh my god, it was mostly wow. men. Um, which really worked out for me for a little bit because I said, I'm going to wear a dress. Mm-hmm. And get all these guys to go goo goo gaga over me mm-hmm. and um, underestimate me and then I'll swoop in and kick their asses. And I'm not imagining that it means much right here. Although I do believe we, I've played Catan with both of you. You know that the you play the game until oh, 10. yes, yes. So my first game of the tournament, I was playing a three-player game, which is not ideal. You're supposed to play with four, but I won the first game. Mm-hmm. 10 to 3 to 3. You start the game with two points. Wow. So you slaughtered so them. I truly did. And, and I won in a, in less than 20 minutes. Oh, my God. It was actually, like, it was super embarrassing. Wow. What has playing Catan at that level, what skill have you garnered from that that you now use in life? Great question. Oh, God. And I wish I could say there was any. Like, <laughs> I, I think, like, I, I think... What it's like, what really helped is that I I went there and like I was nervous. I was really nervous about playing competitively because I'm like, I'm this is either going to be a very humbling experience for me, mm-hmm. or it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually like I I got there and I was like, wow, I know this game just as much as everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the game I lost, so uh, I made it to the semifinals. There were like like eight people from each day or something that made it to the semifinals, and then it was you play until you lose. And so I lost then the first game of the semifinals because I was playing Ronnie again, and I hate him. But it's like I realized it was like I know this game just as well as everyone else here does, and um, you can't win them all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ma- Molly, that's incredible. Yeah, that's a great thing that to get rid of that imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and don't let results affect the fact that you belong there. The field does not belong to the singular most great person in the world, which is an important lesson for the upcoming Olympics, which we should all boycott. If Shikari Richardson cannot run, I'm not fucking watching the Olympics and it will Mm -hmm. break my heart because I'm so excited. I know Mm -hmm. that is garbage. The only thing that is a bummer for me is that skateboarding for the first time ever is in the Olympics. So like truly, it's hard because I do love gymnastics and I do love skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to do about that. Maybe I'll watch like Simone after she goes. Yeah. It's really tough. It's really tough. Yeah. But we have to. I mean, maybe I could just get somebody to torrent the Olympics and we'll be like, nobody mm-hmm. yeah. log on. We can still watch it, but we will torrent yeah. the Olympics. So we're not supporting. It's just, yeah, it's crazy because like, um, you know, we should all smoke weed. Definitely. All, all the time. Forcibly, yeah. You should yeah. have. There should be a machine when you go into the post office that a, one part of the machine holds the back of your head, and the other <laughs> opens your lips, and then a third machine comes and puts a joint in your mouth. Mm. Yeah, and you have to smoke a, because the post office would be way better. 
There's oh. there's one place that I don't want to be high, and that is the post office. <laughs> all right, let's change it. The DMV. I'll start mailing all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. <laughs> Molly will be like, you know what? Get those stamps. Put a stamp on it. Mail the stamps. Mail me mm-hmm. if we're gonna if we're going there. Mm-hmm. Send me through Ooh, the conveyor baby. belt. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Molly, but, we have one question to ask you one on, on this and pod. Then you can go as and then you can leave. All right. <laughs> Why are you, are you so, so hot? hot? What is what it? Is ab- your deal? What's your deal? And what is it about you that makes you hot? It can be physically. It can be emotion. It can be f- mentally. Whatever you right. want. Skills, pills, well, or thrills. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say, obviously, like I am, I have been told I'm like attracted mm-hmm. by people before. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's We've been true, both those probably. people. Mm-hmm. Both of us have. Yes. 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 And let's say it again. I would, Eileen. You're drizzity, drop dead gorge, and absolutely so bangable. Molly, you are <laughs> stunna big dollar signs, no cap. And I see you accidentally in New York City. Like, I see a pink Adidas tracksuit, like, walking around Harlem sometimes. And I'm like, who is that person that is so attractive that they, if I didn't know them, I would be like, you would never want to talk to me. I would never burden you with my Mm -hmm. uh, visage. They're so cool and hot. Mm -hmm. You know what that is, like, a thing is I do think some, some people are like, some people say sometimes that I'm unapproachable. And I was like... I just feel like I get approached all the time. Mm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I I think I could stand to be less approachable even. Um, I but know. I, I can think, help you with that. Yeah, I think I think that what makes me really hot, like I think the thing that people like actually really really like is um, this voice mm-hmm. and and the deadpan delivery. Nice. Very yeah. Kristen Stewart of you, as we, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people, the people will not stop telling me that I'm Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. and I'm like that. On one hand, is so nice, but also I am, I am me. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Who, I am also who came me. out first? You or Kristen Stewart? It was definitely Kristen. Like it was totally Kristen. Um, it had to have been Kristen. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think you know, she's a nice girl. She's yeah. a nice girl. I'm sure she is a nice her. girl. Yeah, support yeah. her, Lauren. Well, Why no, I didn't like her. her. I didn't like Bella. In t- I don't like any character well, who's Well, I like, don't think even oh. she liked that. No, I don't think so yeah. either, but I was always... I, I, It's one of those actors, you know, and I'm not worried about supporting Hollywood actors. They're very supportive. Right, right. Yeah, but it's right, one of those true. roles where she... It was so such a huge break for her, and we thought you know, of her as Bella from Twilight for so long until mm-hmm. she has this great career, and she's doing mm-hmm. really cool projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but forever, I'm like, you're kind of probably whiny and like, you know, oh, I just don't know how to carry this vampire baby. <laughs> my, my favorite part of that entire franchise is um, that Anna Kendrick forgets that she was in it. Yes. Yeah. She. Wait. Was she in any of? She was in the first movie, but that was the. I only think one. she was just in the first yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um. But there was like something of her saying like, "I'm not in Twilight." And it's it's like, like, oh wait, you were, you in I fact am. like showed up for at, like you at least four days. Wow. You know? Wow. The siblings were so fucking funny in Twilight. They were always like kissing each other in the corner of a scene, and they'd pan over to them, and they look like deer. <laughs> like. What? What's going on with my brother? Oh and then my they would god. go back to like group kissing. It was so <laughs> yeah. weird. Oh my god. I remember I like I was I was a really big reader mm-hmm. in um, middle school mm-hmm. and like I just I loved to read. I read all of the Princess Diaries, mm-hmm. all of the Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. 
every young adult book, like, I read it, mm-hmm. and then I was looking, I was just wanted, like, a long book, and the lady handed me Twilight, and she was, like, it was before the movies were made, she was, like, this one's been really popular, and I looked at it, and I said, I'm, I'm good, actually, like, I don't want to read that, <laughs> I don't want to read that book. From the um, cover? From the cover? Yeah, I saw Hands and yeah. Apple, and I was, like, yeah, that book looks boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so good on that. Replace that and apple with the daddy's black Amex and those hands yeah. with the seat of a cab, and I'm reading it. Yeah, XOXO. I just... Oh, God, and I read all the click books, too. But then I um, I started reading them after the, the movies were coming out, and so then I read all of the books. But I remember there were several chapters in one of the books that I just said, I'm not reading this bullshit. Yeah. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. It was what she was like, burning. I'm burning. And I was like, just stop burning. Like, I'm done. <laughs> so. just, and then you stop find out that. later that it's like a huge analogy for abstinence. And you're like, oh, yeah. my God. I'd rather eat yeah. fucking yeah. corn on the cob than read a book about abstinence. Well, well of I course. would even just already, <laughs> like, I, I prefer corn on the cob. <laughs> yeah. Although, yes. I, I'm cutting it off the cob now. I can't do the strings in my teeth and whatnot. Plus, it's so cool yeah. when you cut corn off the cob. It looks like a little keyboard. Wait, weren't we just yeah. talking about that the other day? The no. corn on the cob? No. I would never talk to you about that. <laughs> I would never speak to you about corn on the cob. <laughs> Molly, you are the creator of a series of short films called mm-hmm. Boy Squirts. And um, tell us a little bit about that. What's your creative process behind it? How many are there? Um, where can we watch them? Just what what inspired yeah. them? Yeah, a hundred percent. So the ones that are out and available are currently on Vimeo. We'll start there. They're on Vimeo, nice. or you can go to boyshortseries.com. That's gonna be there's gonna be a double S in there, so that might confuse you. But it's Short it's also in the link in it's the link in my bio. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's like whatever. But um, yeah, I started writing boy shorts. I I have a really hard time writing fiction, just like anything fictitious. Mm-hmm. They say, write what you know. And I said, and I will write only mm-hmm. what I know. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. I can't, I can only write it if it really happened or semi kind of happened. Mm-hmm. So I started writing boy shorts um, when me and this guy broke up. And, and it just, it was about me kind of processing that and like me pursuing other men uh, after I had broken up with this guy. And funny enough, the one that takes place first is the one that we're going to release next. There's two out, but we release them in the wrong order because that's how things are made on a low budget. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so I started writing about this. And then after I shot the first one, uh, I came out. And then Boy Shorts became the story of me coming out um, and kind of dealing with uh, compulsory heterosexuality as a theme. That's kind of what I'm trying to explore with it because, um, you know, it's out there. It's real. And it was something where, yeah, when I started writing boy shorts, I, you know, I, I knew like since college that I was queer, but just like hadn't like fully admitted that to myself or others. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely in there. And that's what I thought was really nice about the series is that, um, nothing had to change it was still all there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and they are so like watching them the last one that i watched is the is the one about Catan. Yeah. um and that one's so great i think because they're so it's so subtle and that is like also what compulsory heterosexuality does is that we don't it's almost so subtle that we don't notice it and then we're like 
wait a second. Yeah. Can you defi- yeah. Can you explain that term more to me? Compulsory heterosexuality. So yeah. it's it's the idea that everyone is born straight and you are straight until proven otherwise, I guess, and that you um, assume that you're straight, right? So, um, like, you know, I get, you know, even how, like, people don't come out as straight, but you come out as, as queer. Um, Oh, I had another thought, but I <laughs> forgot it. Yeah. Well, to to piggyback off that, I think it's also one of the notions that, like, all desire is focused around men, and right. any desire that doesn't involve men is not valid and not um, real. And yeah. especially, like, I just came out as bisexual, and I it mm-hmm. was very confusing for me because I was like, but I like, I do like boys, so... Right. So I must, I must be straight, like, that, you And know. I would... S- and I would say that, um, especially in the last, the one that we're releasing next, Boy Shorts SNL, is one of the, th- the things that I was writing down is male attention versus male affection. Mm-hmm. Because there is something, there is something just because of the society that we live in that is very affirming and very validating about getting approval from males, mm-hmm. whether you, whether you want to believe that or not. It's just because of how things have been working for my entire life. I still seek that out, whether I'm realizing it or not, mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what SNL, the next one to be released, is about. Is um, it's it's all about the pursuit of this one person, um, and and that how that is not actually about that person at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, Molly yeah. Brown. Wow. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to yeah. see it. Also because it um stars one of our other friends. Mm-hmm. That is a- that is actually the last one that okay, is so called ne- Please Stand. Never mind. Yeah. Never so we, mind. We filmed two and we um yeah, I just wanted to get like a bunch of stuff done before I left to film senior year. Right. Um I wanted to try to just get them all filmed. Um and so we filmed both of them, and right now we're we're almost. I mean, honestly, uh, please stand up, which is uh, starring Emily Evans, is is going to be. It's it's such a sweet and simple edit. Mm-hmm. It's it's oh, and the other thing about how I write is like, Ugh. one one of the things that like I do that I think is uh, that I like about it is I play to the highest uh, intelligence and and our um, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Boyshorts um, is for God. Yeah, Boyshorts <laughs> is for God. I'm really trying to get him to forgive me. Um, I can try to justify it. Part apology to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Molly, that'd be a good joke to do up top at your screenings. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome this for is the all... joke from Lauren. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna spray everyone with holy water uh, before we do it too. Um, That'd feel great. But yeah, I mean, they're all they're all really short, and um, I definitely every time we finish filming one, I turn to uh, our producer Max McKenzie and I say, "I hope this makes sense," because mm-hmm. it might not, mm-hmm. and I think that's fine. I think it's fine, and I think it does. I make think sense. it's fine, and I think the people I think, who don't get yeah. it are like, it's not for them, you know. Yeah, and yeah. that's okay. Nothing, not everything is for everybody, so that's all right. That's true. Yeah. Um. Guys, I have to pee so badly. Does oh. anybody else have to pee? I I don't have to pee, but you should go. You pee. should pee. All right, all right. Yeah. yeah. I could take a pee Here break. Go. I guess I could pee. Like yeah. now would be the time, I pee? guess. Or do you want to tell me about your apartment? Where are you right now? This is my new apartment. It's in um yeah. it's in look, I have a skylight. 
Yeah, it's super nice. It's in Washington Heights, which is yeah. um, not somewhere I've ever lived. I've only lived in Brooklyn. Right. Um, wow. But I do like it. It's I live here alone, so it's a one bedroom. It's a one bedroom. I'm all by myself. Mm-hmm. I've never lived alone before. Um, Josh is coming in October, so I have like three more months to like have my little bachelorette pad. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like a little bit lonely, you know, especially after COVID. Yeah. Well, definitely, because I was living in a studio. I moved into the studio, like the week COVID started. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. <gasps> Yeah. Yes. So I lived in an apartment for a year alone and, you know, I was a bit of a bad girl. I saw a couple people every now and then, but like it was um it was insane. Yeah. And things are different now, obviously, because like we're vaccinated mm-hmm. and, and things are safer, mm-hmm. but like yeah, it was super weird. Yeah. So you were you lived you moved into a studio by yourself at the start of the pandemic and then you were just like alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's so hard. I was dating I was dating this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she told me, she left my apartment. She kept saying like, oh, I'm so scared to go back into work. And I kept saying like, you definitely don't need to go back into work. Mm-hmm. Like there's a pandemic yeah. you can call out. Yeah. And she kept saying, I can't call out. And I was like, you work at a shoe store. Like um, call out. It's like, fine. Call out. It's not worth dying over. <laughs> no. It's, it's Mm-mm. totally okay. But she said, I got to go to work. I said, I can't say I respect that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, um, she then texted me like hey my mom bought me a plane ticket back home to LA and I was like all right we'll see you never I Mm -hmm. guess like this is so crazy and then my ex-girlfriend helped me move into my new apartment and then um yeah it was a lot of it was a lot of it was a lot of a lot of a lot that is so much wait so are you so you guys aren't together now though but you're friends um, what's so unfortunate is that in my life I have dated two people who are anti-vax. <gasps> oh no, that and sucks. I know, and and I wish that I could say about the first person that um, I didn't know, but literally I did uh, on the first day I met her. Uh, she came to a party at my friend's apartment, and she did tell us all in a circle, "I've never been vaccinated," and we were all like. Such you yelled that so confidently. Yeah. Um, this is crazy. Wow. <laughs> Man, that sucks. Yeah. Well. So she is mad at me because I did say get vaccinated with a little smiley face. So now she's. I love that me. for you, and that is you know that's just that she's insane for not doing. As that. my roommate, as my roommate Chandler said, I don't want anti-vaxxers to feel comfortable around me. No. And I thought you're right. That is a That's good okay. point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Make sure this goes into the pod. <laughs> oh, we'll put it in. We'll we put didn't, it in. We yeah. didn't say any names, so we are good yeah. to go. Um, should we? Sh- what? Should we say? No. We, it's yeah. up to you. It's up to you. I mean, I know who you're talking about. Molly and but, I are mouthing yeah. the names because yeah, we yeah. both know. Which is a shame. We know the that, name, That but... person was a... I really enjoyed that person the no. couple of yeah. times I got to hang out with them, so... I hope they're okay and that it does suck that you believe that. Yeah. Did I tell yeah. you guys that I was <laughs> I was sitting in Riverside Park. We had we were here in New York a couple months ago and we went to go see our friends in Riverside Park and Riverside Park is a park that runs from like what 
the 60s big. it's big yeah. it goes all the way down the whole west side of manhattan mm-hmm. and there's a nice lawn part up near 145th like where the main beginning of riverside park is yeah. mm-hmm. we were sitting there the the sun was going down you can see jersey it's beautiful and then rats start coming out of the <gasps> oh wait you told me this. the yeah. um uh bank like the river bank so you have a flat lawn and then a very pitched river bank that looks like molly's backyard it's like overgrown with weeds it's crazy yeah. and rats are coming out so me and my friend louie are playing anti-rat high-pitched youtube videos off of our phones <laughs> so hopefully they stay away <laughs> and i'm facing the water my friends are kind of have their back to the water we're talking and i scream i'm like oh my god because somebody gets up out of the river bank out of the weeds and starts walking up onto the lawn where we're sitting and it scared the shit out of me not to mention there are rats coming out of there so this person is amongst rats and you won't believe this person's stance on vaccines they don't trust them covered in rats so i gotta know what um i gotta understand they told you like they came and had a conversation with you after? She sure did. Yeah, they like to, <laughs> okay. you know, people people like this in a New York moment like this. Mm-hmm. Those people do want to talk to you for a while. Mm-hmm. They want to have a 40, 50 minute mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. with you. Um, and how do you get out of those? Uh we we were lucky this time that we kind of gave the tone we're done with this conversation Mm -hmm. okay cool you have a three-year-old daughter and you'll never vaccinate her and you're not vaccinated and we were like we are very vaccinated and we you know wouldn't feel comfortable being around not vaccinated people Mm -hmm. and that just went of course right over her head right um yeah She's like, that doesn't apply to me, me though. No, 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 no. She's like, clearly you're comfortable talking to me, Queen of the Rats, who just came up from (laughs) ostensibly the riverbed or the river. Uh, Yeah, it was really real classic. I was like, that makes total sense. Uh, Yikes. That is insane. Yeah, that's terrifying. Actually, that's so scary. It was very scary. Uh, Eileen, do you just want to get the sponsorship out of the way? You read my mind. You read my mind, Lauren. I do all the time and it's disgusting in there it is i really want like to stop (laughs) so molly Uh, we're really sorry about this we do have a sponsor that we have to plug um i understand molly you're you're in the big business okay you're filming like huge things you understand how corporate world works Mm -hmm. honestly it's a it's a hellscape Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so sorry about this nyc is back but you know what that means so is the insane housing market And that can mean only one thing, brokers. That's right. It's not even Halloween and these creep stars are crawling all over the city in their steel blue suits, calling showers, convertible offices, and calling large rats charming locals. They want to get you into a studio in Chelsea, but they need one thing from you, a fee. In comes broker horn, an air horn you can use anytime a broker brings up paying a fee to them. So they can show you an apartment that they're already making money off of. Broker horn can also be used to silence brokers when they lie and say that they have other aggressive applications on a six floor walk up with bloodstains in Brooklyn. Use it to cover the noise of brokers pretending to care about your love of baking and then showing you an apartment in Turtle Bay that has no stove and a microwave with a beer can in it. Broker horn. If we don't blast an air horn at these scumbags, who will? Broker horn. Wow, we are really sorry. That's disgusting. Yeah. No problem. I understand. We don't love Sometimes. brokers, but we don't stand with broker horn. No. Yeah. It's actually but we do we do legally though. We do. Yeah. yeah. We we have to unfortunately. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so Molly, tell us a little bit about your journey through the comedy scene. You do stand up. We've obviously done improv together for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your what what are your comedy hopes and dreams? You know what? Uh, I guess like in terms of stand up, I have always understood that I myself am the type of stand up comedian that people would only go to see because they're like, I know her from this. Mm-hmm. Not because she really like is good. Did the whole <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, well, yes, yes, and yes, and because she's not that good at stand up, and also because she really did not put in the what is it a thousand hours? What I, right, uh, right. Yeah, I just because um, what I hate more than anything is saying, "Can I be on your show?" Mm-hmm. Like I just um, I have such a hard time asking anyone for anything ever. Mm-hmm. So um, stand up is a really hard thing for me, and the craziest part is. Obviously, I didn't really do stand-up for a year that we were inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came out of that year, and I thought, I don't really miss that this much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, this, that much. Mm-hmm. You know, reverse it, mm-hmm. but you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, stand-up for me is, like, I don't know. I I think that I, I really like me making people laugh. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. I really like talking to people and, and being in conversation with people and making people laugh then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, if anything, like screenwriting is more of, of what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that even more than acting? No. 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 Right. I, I do see myself as primarily an actor. Mm-hmm. And then I'd also like to direct and then I'd like to write. Yeah. Um, because I'd love to direct other people's writing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just... Comedy is so crazy. In the words um, in the words of the four-year-old that my roommate Jenna used to babysit, um, it's really hard when you're trying to be funny on purpose. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is so hard. Yeah, and I think I sort of agree with you that, especially over the pandemic, I was like, you know, I, I like this. Like, I like to do it. It's not, like, yeah. my favorite thing. Um, and I, I agree that, like, I'm not, you know, the type of person that's, like, gonna do, like, a, like four shows a night. Like, that's, like, yeah. not my... That's it's wild not me. to me. I just saw yeah. somebody at a show, and then I saw they were at a different show way across yeah. town. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, a vagabond lifestyle that mm-hmm. I think you well, have to and get I, used to. I think it was also, like, I dated a stand-up comedian, and, like, nothing made me feel less like a stand-up comedian than dating someone who, like, that is their goal. Yeah. And he he was, like, if I don't get up, like, four times a week, then, like, I'm not having a good week. And I was, like, I've done maybe four shows this year. Right, <laughs> like, right. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you do? You you have a set. You, you know, you do your work on your own, and then you just beat people over the head with it at every place you can until <laughs> you're a name? Yeah, that's part I, of the. I think so. I think that's the rite of passage of being um, a famous comedian is you do have to just brag about it like constantly. Yeah, and be everywhere, mm-hmm. and be everywhere. Mm-hmm. You have to like you have to not care about spending your whole time on the subway, spending a million dollars on Ubers, mm-hmm. not getting paid for anything, and um, I just at a certain point I think I should stop doing things for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, Do obviously, you... re- rest in peace to the pit, but, like, they wouldn't even give us drink tickets. Yeah, that was wild. 
It's wild. Didn't we get drink tickets at the pit? We got drink tickets. Did we? We didn't. We got like we got a couple. Uh, we could get. We had a comp list, and we could get like four people in per show. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, am I thinking of when? I might be thinking of a different show. At UCB, we got you, drink tickets. Yeah, yeah. At UCB, we got drink tickets, yes. and like I think almost every other venue mm-hmm. that you'll perform at will give you a drink ticket. Yeah, because yeah, um, I'm remembering the pit, the push board with the little like. Yes, that's yeah. That's tickets. UCB. That's, that was UCB. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a hell yeah. Time. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And like oh, time of my life. Truly, I mean, what a strange investment. But um, do you think do you think it was worth it in the end to invest like three grand in UCB? Oh, I meant more for them in investing in Hell's Kitchen. Wait, what do you mean? When they when they got the Hell's Kitchen theater, I think that was just like what a choice. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you already had this theater. And now you yeah. have to, like, buy this um, other one? No, I do think that UCB was a good investment mm-hmm. uh, for me personally. I think that, like, I I really liked UCB. I don't like acting classes, mm-hmm. but, like, improv class I was really cool mm-hmm. with. And mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed uh, learning at UCB. And I think, you know, every place has its flaws. Yeah. But you were always that one introduced that. me to people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just like you know I was always doing she that. She was always doing that. Known for. I it. obviously I have my qualms, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, yeah, you know it's it's rude to speak ill of the dead. Yeah, you I th- are correct. I think one of its strongest points, Molly. I totally agree with you. Is mm-hmm. the much like college? Yes, you go to get a certificate. I mean completely different than college too because it gets you no money ever and true (laughs) right but you go partially for the people meeting and it was a microcosm of hey if you're talented and passionate you will meet them here and Mm -hmm. that is so fucking worth it Mm -hmm. yeah like you didn't find that many people I mean well this is also not true but like it wasn't that like definitely you found motivated people there and not just like casual people although I will say one of my favorite things about UCB was taking class with, like, finance guys. Yeah, mm. yeah. They weirdly ended up being so funny, generally, yes. yeah. I thought. Because I think they're not they're not taking it seriously. They're not thinking about it too much. They're just, like, kind of like, well, I'm here to have fun because uh, my day job sucks. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to freak They it. said... Uh, Chase Bank paid for me to be here, and I'm having a good time. <laughs> do I they, remember do pro- their jobs pay for their improv classes? Because that would I be think, insane. honestly, I do think, like, oh maybe they God. did. They, they do. That yeah. is psycho. Because it's, like, because in a way, like, it helps, like, with public speaking. It, could it even, does. Like, it's, like, yeah. And, it yeah, it is personal development, mm-hmm. and it is one of those perks that in a highly competitive market – they will say we'll pay for your gym membership i remember when i worked at equinox like some of the big banks completely covered Mm -hmm. your gym membership Mm -hmm. and i could see their workers coming in because they all have those weird fucking duffel bags with like their gym with their bank that they work for on the strap Mm -hmm. which i'm like what do you know what that shows the rest of us also it's like super dirty like get a new one or wash it yeah and they also pay for self-development personal development and then sometimes the dark side of it is they ask you to do like shitty stuff at your job or work a really hard job or not have enough time off Mm -hmm. and they're like but you can take an improv class at ucb Mm -hmm. yeah like i guess yeah well Well, thanks for taking care of me job while your job is like sucking the marrow out of your spine Mm -hmm. behind your back Mm -hmm. and there's nothing i'd want more than that Mm mm-hmm 
Oh, I would love to give my life to a large bank. Um, and I will, I think. <laughs> Molly. Good. You, I want to talk a little bit more about your style because you're a very stylized yeah. oh, friend of mine who has so very stylish. much their own, own mm-hmm. modus operandi. Mm-hmm. You're you rocking. What, are you showing us what you're wearing? Molly's oh, wearing. Oh, yeah. A, I, open, open face. I want to call this an open face sandwich. Uh, button down. An open face yeah. button down and a little tankini. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know it's a tankini? We can't see the bottom of it. I me. don't know it's a tankini. It's, I just said Honestly, that. it's not even. It's a bra. I knew it. It's like a little sports a bra. bra. You look yeah. so good in where, it, like, you were probably my top person of, like, wearing a shirt, but then just having a bra on underneath. It's so, it just rocks. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I wear that so I will say that my personal style um, probably developed, like, most thankfully to Catholic school. And the fact that for a very long time in my life, I was not allowed to wear what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then I went to public high school and I said, I'm going to wear everything. And I remember one, like the craziest day of my life was when I was wearing, I had on like my dance tights, a pair of sweatpants over that, and like just insane stuff. And I think that it was um, a lot of restriction, then met with a lot of freedom, and then met with some disposable income that now I dress how I dress. And mm-hmm. what, what, how would you describe to a stranger who doesn't know you? Like, how would you describe your style? I don't know. Like, I guess it's like, I mean, I, that's the thing is because I think like there's like lo- a lot of different kind of modes that you could find me mm-hmm. in. Like I can be very femme, but I can be very androgynous mm-hmm. in, in the dress. I think, um, I also like to wear a lot of things just taken straight from my mother's closet mm-hmm. um the pant the shorts that I'm wearing right now are an example of that um but I don't know because I think like I also just like it felt like when I found out that I was hot actually bringing it full circle mm-hmm. um one day I woke up and realized that other people found me attractive and I also woke up and realized that other people liked the way that I dressed and I don't really know how either of those things happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, you can how only you get compared. It? Yeah, or like how it how it came to be. Like I don't. I wore. I wore like. Well, it's also it's so crazy that I didn't come out in college because I wore so many Ralph Lauren button downs. Mm. Um. I had one in every color. Nice. And I also went through this crazy sweater vest phase, and I think I. I mean, also, if you've, you, I think both of you have seen my sixth grade photo of me literally wearing a top hat yes. and a full suit. <laughs> oh like, it's God. just like, yes. I don't know. Yeah. Molly, oh boy. It's Can so, we yeah. please get a copy of that for yes. PR for when, we, when your episode releases? Definitely. Because you look Definitely. like a fucking Halloween train conductor. It is so funny, that yeah. picture. I think it's, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. It's just, it's a really good time. Mm-hmm. I think I would describe your style. Like, he's, yeah, sometimes it is, like, a little old ladyish, but, like, in a very endearing, like, sweet way. And sometimes you're just, like, she's a runner, she's a track star. Like, literally, you're wearing track suits. She's yeah. a runner, she's a track, track star. star. Can we talk a little bit also about your TikTok? Because you're doing yeah. very well on Tiki Talkie. Um, mm-hmm. You've cultivated a little community there. You've gone viral a lot of times. Right. What is it that you love about? And we on the pod are absolute TikTok fiends. We love TikTok. Okay. 
Um, so yes, this is actually what I was going to say in relation to comedy is, um, TikTok is one of those things that I also don't like. Um, I know, I know that doesn't make any sense. I do. I, I like TikTok. I enjoy it, but it's another thing where, and I think this will maybe be a theme actually is I don't really understand when it works and when it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, I, the algorithm is so unpredictable. It's very confusing. Um, and I think that for me, TikTok was literally a little over a year ago is when I, I started TikTok and I had just been broken up with by a girl who doesn't believe in vaccines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all time that's low. where we started. <laughs> I was, you know, I said, I need anything to numb the pain. Mm-hmm. And um, so I downloaded TikTok. <laughs> I, I made a thirst my trap. I brought my arm as if I was injecting it and I downloaded I TikTok. Mm-hmm. I downloaded TikTok. I made a thirst trap. It um, And also, like, that's the other thing is, like, I've never had anything get a million views. So have I gone viral? Maybe not. My biggest thing is, like, 700,000, almost 800,000 views. Dude, Molly. that's viral, though. Like, that that's is viral. And, and I understand that that is viral, but it's also not. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like... Because you'll see TikToks that not only have a million views, they have a million likes. It's like, oh, yeah. oh that's viral. I've never gotten a million um, likes. Uh, I, that's pretty you've gotten crazy. a million. You've gotten a million views. I have, yeah. One of my videos now has 2.7 million views. See? Eileen. I know. That, that has video. fully... The one about the chips. Oh never have, God. never, never has, never will happen to me. It will. Um, also, well, 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 also, it I doesn't don't know matter. Longer, like, also, it doesn't right, matter it, if it happens or not. Right. But, Molly, but, you should do a TikTok of all your tracksuits. You have a bunch of Adidas mm-hmm. tracksuits. Oh, I really could. You should really do a could. jumping one. Well, you did, you did one recently about fat, about your style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I did one. Because the there was one that, um, it was so funny. I hadn't made TikToks in so long, but I was at my grandma's 90th birthday and my cousin said, I want to be in your TikTok. And I said, yeah, like we can do that mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me think about what we should do. How much potato and we were making salad it. can you eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, what are you prepared to do online? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so then I, we were doing the who's going to get the drunkest. And the thing is, while we were making it, I was like, this is not funny. This is not funny. This is not funny. And then my aunt comes in at the very end and she's fucking, she's very drunk. Mm-hmm. So she said something very, very funny. And that is the only reason it went viral. But what is crazy, that one got like 600,000 views or something. I made one with some of the cast of senior year, literal famous people mm-hmm. in this TikTok. It did not do as well as the one of my family. It then also got taken down. But why did it um, get taken why? down? It got taken down because they for for minor safety. Who? Because it, it was like hardcore sex stuff. Because well, you they look said like TikTok has a TikTok takes a stance against grooming, and um, I said that is not what was happening. But that's the first thing that. There were people who were drinking underage, but there were no minors oh. in the video. So, uh-huh. like, I didn't... I was like, I don't know whether to fight this yeah. or not fight mm-hmm. this. I said, fuck it. it. On the end, it said, like, we will report these to the authorities. And I was like... You're like, don't. <laughs> it's fine. I just... I don't and what would need happen it. Yeah. If you sent a TikTok to a police station, the cops would be like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. they're yeah. not going to... F-O. Yeah, it, it'd be a lot and it'd also be like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I 
I was having a lot of fun with TikTok and like TikTok actually was last summer. Last summer TikTok was like keeping me going. Yeah. Oh. Um but then it but then it felt like it was keeping me going. Mm. And then I was like I can't like get my happiness from TikTok. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Can explain more what do you mean keeping you going? Like uh, the views were translating mm. literally to like the serotonin in my yeah. brain. Yeah. Yeah. It was like l- one like for one happiness and I was like I'm feeling <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. I mean that's especially like as you know performers and people who yeah. love you know validation and attention uh, we do we get our we I mean to an extent I think feel happy when people validate our work and yeah. of mm-hmm. course that's something that we have to fight constantly because you can't just get your happiness from from that yeah and the thing that was really upsetting me about tiktok is that some of my best tiktoks like some of what i think is like the funniest stuff i've done online ten thousand views yeah yeah it's like well fuck you honestly right. fuck you fuck I you just, guys i made a lot of really funny jokes um it's homophobic you know it is a little bit you know that one where um i saw my Ice on my neck. That is head. a good, that I, was really funny. That was a really funny one. I put ice cubes on my neck. Yes. And it was, I did so much. It was freezing cold. Um, I had to make these necklaces out of ice mm-hmm. cubes, which is also not easy. It was hard to even find the right ice right. cubes. I put in time and effort. Mm-hmm. And um, I For found nothing. that on TikTok. It, um, it's actually when you spend the least amount of time on something and you don't care yeah. about it, it will go viral. Yeah, it's insane. And then I've also found out that if, if enough people see anything, people will be upset with you. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah. there's so... Yeah. I have been called homophobic, and I'm like, that doesn't You're track. Like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That TikTok is like, uh, yeah, it's a crazy it's a crazy place. Yeah. Um, Molly, I want to say something about your style. Okay. Uh, we got far away from it, but I wanted to add that I think your style is very American menswear meets femme color palette meets a little bit of whimsy like okay that's where the like florals and the liberty london mm-hmm. comes in but then you're rocking like you know ralph polo ralph lauren button-ups yeah and track suits that are baby pink and looking like, and skateboarding around harlem i think to tie it all together like i do own these earrings <gasps> and they are I, neutrogena face wipes they're neutrogena makeup wipes that um i did ask someone to make into earrings for me so fucking funny and that's yeah i mean that's kind of just like who i am yeah yeah it's like it's like pop culture Mm -hmm. yeah i i think your style is like so fucking cool i love you thank you thank you so much um molly we have a couple of listener questions that okay. we would love for you to help us answer if you feel yeah. down with that. I'm ready. Okay, freaking sick. Lauren, do you want to mm-hmm. take the f- forced one? Sure. Forced. Okay, ready? Yes. Dear Crazy Hot, I have a huge crush on my coworker and she has a girlfriend. It's gotten to the point where I cannot even work with her, her or be around her because I have developed such intense feelings for her. She has no idea. She's so great and funny and sweet, and I just wish I could be the object of her affection. But it's an all-consuming crush, the type where I can barely sleep. What should I do? Should I confess to her? Should I quit? It's so hard for me to go to work with her there, knowing that she's with someone else. Sincerely, in love with coworker. I have one question. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Are these real? They're so real. They're so real. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> um. But also, I just want to add, don't, <laughs> and I say this to all our guests, don't try to be funny. Just no, just I, answer. I wasn't. Listen, I want you to knock it off. I want you to I knock was not, it off. I was, I was not going to try to be funny because mm-hmm. honestly, the thing is, I have a couple thoughts about that. Please, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know when the last time I had an all-consuming crush was. And that, honestly, that just sounds really exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to have an all-consuming crush. Yeah. Not being able to sleep because of a crush, I'd be actually genuinely concerned about. Mm. Like, that. that is sounding more like an obsession. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe, you're, maybe that's not quite healthy. Mm-hmm. And I would think, like, um, it just... It reads to me as um, someone who needs to, like, think about this. Because um, as, as much as we love crushes, we're like, no one, no one owes you anything. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, like, pe- people have had crushes on me before, mm-hmm. you know? We so, do know. That's why we you're do on the know. show, you beautiful, beautiful yeah. person. Very crush-worthy. People, but if I heard that, like, someone couldn't sleep because of their crush on me, I would say, that's not a crush. You're a stalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. But have, um, so have I think- you ever had a crush on someone that was, like, just so intense where you were, like, you're thinking about them all the time. Like, you can't concentrate on stuff. Yes. And I've never felt that it was healthy. Yeah. I don't think I've had a crush that ended up in a relationship or that wasn't a mm-hmm. toxic crush where I yeah. Let me say this in a in a more straightforward way. Every time I've had a crush on someone that they weren't available or I had a crush on them and they weren't they were toxic, it was always like that. It was mm-hmm. never balanced. And when I've had relationships that were really like growing in like a love space, mm-hmm. it's felt like a combo of those two things. Mm-hmm. Like I can be me. Yeah. I actually feel even better about myself and more me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about them all the time. But when I'm on my own, I kind of feel like I'm in, like, my own Sex in the City episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm narrating my own life a little bit more. Yeah. I I had a crush on this girl over the pandemic. And we went – and it was very different than our, our, our listeners' question. But um, – because we actually went on several dates. Um, and, you know, it was just – it was the last time where I was like, why isn't this person texting me back right now? Like, why do I initiate mm-hmm. everything? Mm-hmm. And it was also like, well – you know, just even having these thoughts and things makes me feel like, take a step back. You can already tell where this is headed and it's not mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, right. So the advice for the listener then, if assuming this isn't a get help crush, because it sounds, yeah, like it's a little bit toxic, a little bit unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Get help. Yeah. Get help where? So Michael Phelps was just doing these ads for therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> okay, great. And by yeah. just, Molly means five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just, yes. they're still everywhere. They and are. you know what's so hard is that the more I see them, the more I'm like, I don't know if he's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it started out as being like, oh, I'm so glad that he's promoting this thing. Like, therapy is so helpful. And then I just keep seeing and him. You're and like, like, are you okay, dude? Like, he hasn't, he, he hasn't gotten the help that he needs. Yeah. He does not look okay. I'll back you up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. who would be? And we were kind of mentioning Shakari Richardson being exactly like maybe not in the Olympics. And I thought back to Michael Phelps because he was, you know, shown using a bong or something. And here's somebody that has all eyes. I mean, you I can't think of a position apart from like politics 
where you have all eyes that on me, many eyes on you mm-hmm. in the center of the ring, just, just like, like the, the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he smoked weed, and the entire country was like, "I don't know about you now." While we were like smoking weed. Yeah. We yeah. Said, and nobody, he nobody blew trusted. up. Nobody yeah. said that's not fucking right. Like we are mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And Michael yeah. Phelps is very different from Shikari Richardson in many ways. So I'm glad we're right. so mad now. But I'm also like deeply ashamed that we use yeah. people's private lives mm-hmm. to disown <clears throat> them and cancel them. Because I guess like what's the deal is that like his was during the off season or something like not near the Olympics. And because she's so close to the Olympics, they're like angry. Yeah, right. but they believe the, it to be er, performance enhancing in some way, which which, the, which clearly so they <laughs> have either never smoked weed like, or they think that no one in the world has ever smoked weed because that yeah. would. OK, that's a TikTok. Tell me you've never smoked weed without telling me. I don't think she should run because it's a performance enhancing drug like that's a TikTok. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a TikTok. That's actually a genius TikTok. Okay, wait. Who's going to take it? Me? I Lauren? have to take yeah. it. I have to take uh, it. Lauren, Lauren should take it. You guys it. are like. How many millions do you have? Oh, you only have one million? I have a fucking I, TikTok of a seal at the zoo. And that's the only yeah. one I have. Lauren, you got to make that TikTok. You got to you got to do I, it. You yes. gotta, and I know that Lauren is like, you are afraid of, you know, failing. Success. And yeah. success. Yeah. So you're not well, trying yeah. anything. But the key with TikTok is like you have to try everything because everything. you never know I what know, will stick. But I don't want to show know. you my underwear, you know? You don't have, no one said that ever that you I have mean that to. That was not. Underwear. Yeah. I mean that. Oh, every okay. stupid idea that yeah. you have make into a TikTok because some of those will stick and go viral. And like the one that I made about the chips, I had yeah. that idea. It was, I recorded it. It's 14 seconds long and it, took off i had now I now 2.7 million people have yeah, seen and it. i could never have predicted that so you just yeah you, and the ones that i spend hours on like hardly anyone ever sees so just you never know true per so molly's story get out of your own way yeah. and make your damn tiktoks all right yeah. all right done okay done let's move done. on to question number two okay Duh. crazy hotties hey love the pod especially when i have to drive four hours every weekend to my girlfriend's house in old Saybrook, connecticut to visit her Wait, side note, I, me and Josh's car once broke down in Old Saybrook, Connecticut, and we had to take a train back. Anyway, I am a 26-year-old grad student and love the movie Taken, starring Liam Neeson. I told my girlfriend that he's my idol, and she scoffed at me. She said he pees his pants a lot, and that it's all over the internet. I looked it up and was shocked to find out that she was right. There are half a dozen photos of Liam Neeson with peed pants, taking photos with fans, smiling, walking out of restaurants. Being the fan that I am, I of course want to try it. Maybe it feels good after a long dinner when your huckle buckle beanstalk is hot and full of urine. Maybe it's a great way to avoid germs in the bathroom and the bathroom altogether. This August, my girlfriend is joining me on my annual carnival cruise to Ireland, Liam Neeson's homeland, and I really want to pee my pants on the last night of the cruise out of respect. My girlfriend has already anticipated my idea and asked me not to pee my pants on the cruise at all. I'm torn. I want to make this symbolic gesture for the greatest hitman and actor of all time, Liam Neeson. But I know that if I anger my girlfriend, she might not come with me on the cruise to Ireland next year. And what's worse, I was going to propose to my girlfriend on the last night with peed pants. Make her my wife. We could have a child one day and then all recreate the movie Taken together. How do I choose between my dream woman and the older male actor I respect more than anyone? Signed, the P less taken. Can I... 
Can okay. I just quickly say that I am shocked to find out that this is yes. true? So, because I you, just googled it, uh-huh. it's hundred percent true. Okay, so as you were re- reading this listener question, Eileen, <laughs> I was watching Molly cover her mouth with surprise, mm-hmm. then think to herself, "Wait a minute, I'm gonna look this up." <laughs> then take her cell phone while listening and look it up. Then see that it is true mm-hmm. that there are at least eight pictures of there's Liam there's Mason. at least Wait, 20 there's at least 20 peed pants <laughs> okay now i do have to say something that is um totally fine for me to share um i had a spastic bladder in elementary school and i peed my pants well into middle school mm. um so like i don't know liam's situation mm-hmm. but i do i do think that like honestly this makes this makes me okay this is not answering the question at all but um this makes me really like happy and it makes me feel like okay about ever peeing my pants Mm -hmm. and also like you know what i'm so happy about that i've never heard this about liam neeson before Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not the main focus of liam neeson it's not and i mean he is a a straight white man so he has that power i guess Mm -hmm. to pee his pants without criticism yeah listen fergie peter pants twice and we all know about it there, yeah. I don't know about that either. I will. Yeah, I don't want to shame people who ha- struggle with incontinence or pee their pants. I, that's not, I think, what the question is about. But I, I agree right. that, like, it's, you know, it is a legitimate thing that people struggle with. We don't know his situation, so that's okay. Right. I think it is insane. Well, you can tell me what you think about, about the question. I've just been so consumed <laughs> with my own self-urination mm-hmm. history that like i didn't you know i didn't really know that there were many, that many people like me right. out there and um also it has i've heard rumors that it's just when he's drunk he pees his pants so yeah. okay that's he's maybe taking, not like, good then no that's not um, good but we don't know we the jury's out on that and i would say i would just say that like the thing is i don't think that you would be doing liam any respect to pee your pants in honor of him mm-hmm. i think it, because like that's actually i know that they say imitation is the most sincere form of flattery but um you know he's doing it accidental Mm -hmm. you're doing it on purpose so you wouldn't even like really be doing it in the Mm -hmm. spirit of Mm -hmm. liam neeson Mm -hmm. i would say if it happens it happens and like not to feel bad about it um but um i think that if you if you are really truly asking yourself if you're trying to choose between marrying the woman that you love and peeing your pants (laughs) that's a great way of putting it and yeah i do think that's a great point that's like it's not gonna honor liam neeson to pee your pants it will it might humiliate him it might be condescending he might think it's you know rude and like take offense to it and if this is the man that you respect more than anyone including your future Uh wife then you will not pee your pants for him uh and also i think if anything, people might think that you're doing Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born. Does he pee oh, his yeah. pants? I've never seen. He a star. famously pees his pants in that movie, oh. and it's a, it's like a it's like a huge deal. So, if anything, like people might even get confused about who you're trying to imitate or yes. emulate. Molly, when you're on sets in Hollywood mm-hmm. um, and in the Hollywood of New York, which I believe yep. is in Queens, uh, <laughs> right? That's where all the like the studios are. Like in they're everywhere. City. They're yeah. everywhere, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to pee your pants, it's always special effects, right? They're never just like pee and then pee in your pants because they have to do multiple takes. It is never something that I have been asked to do, but what I would is 
<laughs> it's I mean, not not yet. It's a rite of passage. Not in the project that we can't. Career. <laughs> yeah, not not in my super secret television show, which is filming uh, in Greenpoint. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I would think that, you were pissing all over there. <laughs> I they don't let me. <laughs> They're like Molly. I keep asking them. I keep trying to add it into every scene. I'm like, I think it'd be funny yeah. if. And they're like, please let us keep writing the humor. Like yeah. you don't. We don't need your help. Thank you. Um, yeah, I um, I would assume that it is a little pack that the actor has mm. that is then initiated just in the way that you would have like a blood pack mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i would say they probably have to keep uh several clean pair of pants on standby i think you're probably right about that yeah that always amazes yeah. me when so- i'm like you have this messy scene you must have to have everybody yeah. in the scene have multiple changes mm-hmm. of clothes mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing they must have to eileen do you have um have you given uh your response to this question? Yeah, I would say don't do it. Uh, just don't. If you respect you respect him more than any person in the world, don't pee your pants for him. It's gonna. It's not gonna send the message that you think it will. I think. Uh, yeah, I I agree with all of that. My only uh, devil's advocate was maybe he's thinking of the Billy Madison scene where Billy Madison's child friend pees his pants and he's like, it's oh. cool to pee your pants. And then they all pee yeah. his pants. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, that was nice. But, but I don't that think... tone wasn't really here. No, I think it also, was like a... what, how is Liam Neeson going to hear about it? Like, I guess he would if it yeah. went really viral. Like, if the proposal went viral. I would say what you'd need to do is, first of all, get very drunk. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're going to do it, you have to do it mm-hmm. to a T. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, peeing your pants. So when I was in college my girlfriend and I at the time bought adult diapers at Walmart and wanted to feel what it was like to pee your pants because maybe one of us had peed our pants or something and we were like we should pee our pants when we're not drunk because that would feel crazy was it uh, it was super hard so we're in the shower of this quad that she lived in we're wearing these diapers with pants over them and first of all the the diapers we bought were expensive and not very sleek mm-hmm. so I get mm-hmm. with all these commercials are like these depends are like so sleek they feel like underwear um, mm. and your body stops you from peeing over mm-hmm. and over and over again it will not let you pee your pants on purpose and wow. the we've all had dreams where you're peeing and then you stop yourself and you wake up and you're like oh my god I just stopped peeing in, in my dream it's that feeling yeah. but you're awake mm. It was crazy. It was very hard. It took us at least eight minutes to pee in the diapers. Yeah, I'm sitting here right now thinking, could I pee my pants? Because I do have to pee. Like I could, a I could bit. pee. I could pee right now if I had no. to. Yeah. I could pee right here, right no. now, easily. Really? Well, yeah, in but your have bed? you ever peed in a pool? Oh, I pee. Yeah. In, I, I pee in to. every pool I've ever been in. If you were gonna give me a thousand dollars, I would pee right here, right now. Well, guys. I guess if if someone were can't offering me a thousand dollars, I probably yeah. Well, because I would I would be I would be purchasing a new mattress and new yeah, bedding, yeah, and yeah. the Fine. only thing that would be safe is the blanket that you made me. That's right here. Oh yay! Aww. We'll keep that yeah. safe forever. Molly, I really love that. We couldn't have we couldn't have afforded you since five years ago when the mm-hmm. sister wives started. So we can't afford you now. Certainly, my my rate for pissing myself has really increased <laughs> since elementary school. From, yeah, from free. I, I used to office? just do it for free. <laughs> Free and often without anything in yeah. return. Eileen, yeah. did you did you have any like um, body issue stuff when you were a kid that you did all the time? Tell us. Um, hmm. 
I peed my pants a lot when I got off the school bus because one time my <clears throat> seatbelt wouldn't open and I missed my bus stop. And yep. I missed like you had seatbelts oh, no. on the bus. Yeah, like lap belts, and you had to. And they came by and like tugged on your lap belt to make sure it was. La- it was. Well, they did not uh, do that to me. In Maine, they're like <laughs> they were like fly you can around die if you want. <laughs> and it didn't open, and I missed two stops. And out of fear, I would always fake <clears throat> lock it and hold my black, and I wouldn't pee at school. Wait, this is not connected. I would fake lock it. <laughs> Okay, what kind of is? I got locked in the bathroom by my bully, um, uh, who we'll call Anita Adida, because... Anita Anita Adida. Adida. She locked me in the bathroom, and my class went to gym without me. And I really, in my kindergarten head, was like, I might have to flush myself down the toilet. What the fuck? So I never would go pee. Oh, my God. On top of this, I'm getting screened for ADHD. They're like, something's fucking up with Lauren. She's not peeing. She's peeing (gasps) her pants on the bus. And she's not paying attention. And so I would get off the bus. I wasn't even unbuckling my seatbelt. I would rip it off, run to the bus, and literally stand there, look my mom in the eyes, and pee in my pants. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I never did anything like that um, that I remember or know of. Maybe I blocked it out. I mean, I started dieting, you know, at the age of, like, 10 or some shit. Um, oh, that's classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic. I, that would be a great section to be, like, as a, any woman or man or anybody that mm-hmm. it's affected. Mm-hmm. But as, as, like, growing up as women or young girls, like, what was some shit? Like, I remember doing the dumbest shit. Looking mm-hmm. it up online, printing it out, like, the Russian gymnast diet. Mm-hmm. Eat one cabbage every day. I'm like, Lauren... Bitch, where do you think you're going to get a cabbage? <laughs> right. You're 10. <gasps> where are you yeah. going to get that? Luckily, I'm from a German-Armenian family, so cabbage is in the house. Readily available. There's, yeah. There is sauerkraut downstairs. But, like, really, bitch, you're going to eat cabbage mm-hmm. soup? Yeah, you're not going to. My mom does, though. My mom would always eat that cabbage soup. Mm-hmm. I do. And I said... Mm. You said icky-wicky. Does your mom, does yeah. your mom have it in, a, in like, um the red cabbage soup way like all i know is once a year Uh around lent um uh because we were raised catholic same uh my mom would make this soup and it was like all she would eat for 40 days wow (gasps) that's lent it smelled like shit it smelled so bad is it for a religious thing or because your mom is dieting it was because she was dieting but like she would do her diet over lent it was like yeah. I mean, my family sometimes went really hard for Lent. I can I can truthfully right here and now say that I never followed through with a Lenten promise. Mm-hmm. Um, I would either change it or give up. Mm-hmm. And one year, my brother said that he wasn't going to have anything with sugar in it. And he had to go to the hospital. What the fuck? How old was he? He was in maybe like high school or something. Oh he my wasn't just God. doing added sugar. He was doing no so sugar. Like no so fruits? he wasn't even having like fruit. Oh yeah. my God. And he like homie had to go to the hospital. That's it's like that mm-hmm. there's something wrong okay. there. And he had like Don't a piece of paper taped to him. So when they opened his chest, no it was like fruit. no fruit. <laughs> Lenten promise. He <laughs> <laughs> wore a hair shirt. Um yeah. Molly You've just been an amazing, wonderful guest. We have one quick uh, lightning round for you before we let you go. And this lightning mm-hmm. round is first answer, best answer, as fast as you can. Knock them out. Okay, you ready? You ready? Got it. Okay. Ready. Best tracksuit brand? 
Adidas. Go to laundry detergent. The one in there. <laughs> Will you marry me? Sure. If we're both single when we're 40, can we get married? And this is me and Lauren, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was both of us wrote that. I'm saving myself. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. That's a weird well, marriage that we can yeah. get married now, but when we're 40, you're saving yourself. <laughs> All right. When I'm 40, I don't know what's going to happen. You New York lesbians have some funny rules. Hottest Harry Potter character? Uh, I guess Hermione. Yeah. Really? Not the unicorn that Voldemort was sucking from? Could have been him. <laughs> Not Luna Lovegood? Okay. No, that's not your type. She she would be fucking unbearable to hang out with. I'm yeah, so sorry. No, that, you're probably right. Wait, she would just always be saying random shit, and I'd be like, Luna, like, God Luna, damn it. For fuck's sake. Not the green yeah. box banker with not- the huge tits in the background? <laughs> give, me a, give me Hagrid or give me nothing. Wow. Give me Hagrid, the only cast member who's like, I agree with J.K. Rowling. Give that yep. to me. I'll take it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> What is your? He said, "J.K. In fact, you're yeah. right. She's gonna write Hagrid's tales where he's just oh like gassing God. up Jake. He's like, and I don't know about trans people these days. Wait, did he say that? But I, oh, he is fully the only cast member oh, who was like, no. J.K. I stand with you. There are two genders, oh, and you got them, no. so flaunt them. It's just, I mean, he's fucked okay. Up. That's that fucking sucks. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, what is your Huskies? actual name and knowing her personality what would you name her if she were born right now her name is aria i'd continue that name because she's a little fucker yeah <laughs> she you know she's crazy mm-hmm. just like aria from god yeah. um which cereal mascot would you fuck i can only think about tricks the rabbit nice. he's like the only one that i can remember well, i don't want to fuck him but if i have to <laughs> what about tony the tiger no it's too aggressive no. Ah, yeah. <laughs> there's not that many human mascots. Cheeto, I think, Chester Cheeto. No, what about the Honey Nut Cheerios bee? Because he'd oh. go crazy on your clitoris. He could just like yeah, he punch could. it like a bunch of buzz, buzz, buzz. Yeah, he could also sting Why you. Why are all mascots men? That fucking sucks. Is there a female yeah. cereal mascot? Let's. I haven't heard guys, of one. Guys, if you know the female f- cereal mascot, email us. Crazy Hot Pod. The only female com. mascots I, I do will, think are children. Are children? If you. Okay, yeah, so yeah. we don't want to do that. If you can come to our caveat show on July 13th. That's today. Which I am. Today. When this episode airs, it will be today. today. Yes. If you can come later. Which I am. If you can come to the show and get into caveat somehow and say, Lauren told me that if I thought of a serial mascot, that's a female. Or not just decidedly male. Yep. You, I will pay for your ticket. Yeah, but you have to come yeah. to the show and like, and like sit through the whole thing. I will reimburse you for your ticket. And we'll reimburse you for your ticket. Okay. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've ever said to a casting director? Sorry, I was Googling female serial mascots. Oh my God, um, Molly's trying to get a free ticket. I was trying to figure it out. And I'm going to say right now, there, there are none. Oh, fuck. Um, I, the weirdest thing I've ever said to a casting director... Oh, I've actually never said anything, like, too crazy. The craziest thing was, I don't know why my name didn't print on these. Okay, cool. Solid. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, she's a professional. <laughs> she's a professional. This is why she has, this is why this she why has, she has an gigs. amazing career. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I've said some really weird stuff, and that's why I don't go into certain offices anymore. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. That'll do it. Yeah. What aisle can we find you in at the grocery store? 
Honestly, probably the cereal aisle. I'll be the one female cereal mascot. Nice. This representation that matters. Oh my God. Your cereal yeah. would be so dope. Or or wherever they sell the individual breakfast pizzas, which I've been looking for in every grocery store that I've been to, and I can't find any. Mm. Wait, are you yeah. are you vegan still? I'm now. I've switched. At the beginning of the pandemic, I became a vegetarian because I wanted to eat eggs and cheese. Awesome. So, so you're a vegetarian, vegetarian. Yeah. now. Yeah, so now I'm a vegetarian. Nice. After being vegan for a year and a half, I've now been vegetarian for a year. Nice. That's great. Over nice. then. Um, skateboarding hero. Oh, um, Lizzie Armanto. Cool. I don't know who that is. Yeah. I'm going to have to Google her. <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie Armanto. She'll be, I believe she'll be representing Denmark in the Olympics. Oh, sick. Or like one of those states that's not the United States. American Finnish. States, I mean, country. So she's American Finnish. Oh, she'll, so she'll be re- representing Finland. Finland. Um, so unless she eats yeah. a CBD gummy and then. Truly. Then they'll say, yeah. get out of here, Lizzie. Go live, yeah. skateboard into the alley and shoot up. A lot of the girls who have dual citizenship um, are not representing the United States because it was much more competitive. Wow. Okay, nice. Yeah. Do you have fantasies about the X Games? Um, no. I have fantasies about booking a movie where a professional skateboarder has to teach me how to skateboard. Oh, nice. That's, wow. that's what I... I really... I fantasize about situations where people are trapped with me. Yeah. Um, and one of them would be like in a place where like a professional skateboarder just like their day, their job is now that they have mm-hmm. to teach me how to mm-hmm. be a oh, better skateboarder. That. It'll be like yeah. all those YouTube videos of like how Gal Gadot got ready for, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and it will be you getting a breakfast pizza every morning, skating yes. for six hours a day for nine months. It sounds so mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Like I would, I would Wait, really have you ever to. been in for Betty? You know what is such a crime is that I have not. That is at literally a crime. Like you are it's the because they don't only... want fifteen year olds on that show. Yeah, but you can look not fifteen. I know. I actually I gotta send an email right when we're done with this about yeah, like that's get me insane. on Betty. You should get yeah. me on Betty. Okay, you're swimming in a public pool, diving for rings, and when you get to the bottom of the deep end, you see Julia Stiles swimming into a tunnel underwater marked Paradise Found. Do you follow her? P.S. She's taken one of your diving rings. Yes. Perfect answer. Good silver answer. or gold jewelry? I think silver. Nice. Uh, the best yeah. improv initiation you ever did? That I ever did? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. There have been so many, Molly. There have been so I many. I mean, I honestly, it's just that, like, the the only good of improv that I've ever done is a scene that both of you were in. Well, one. Um the only a, good improv that is not is true. one scene. <laughs> You're right. It's not true. But the best improv that I've ever done was the scene that both of you were in. Uh, it was during our cage match competition, the one that we won, and it was the one about the garage in the house or that, sorry, the, the car that in the house. That was a good scene. That oh, was yeah. a funny scene. I said, "Your daddy's got a car in his house," and the, the crowd <laughs> has never loved me more than that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I had the best time in my life. Oh, when I feel sad, sad, I watch that clip. It's such a good oh, set. That was a and good set. final question, a TikTok that lives in your head rent-free. Oh, my God. I just watched this one. I'll send it to you. It's this one of these people um, bouncing a ball off of pans, and they got it to do the into the yes, pick of it. Yes, I've seen that one. And, and it was the... That is amazing. That one is amazing. It was really good. I'll send it to you. It's a really, really good one. It's amazing. 
Okay, Molly, that was it. You scored a perfect score. Um, yeah. And you have absolutely blown us away with wow, your thank creativity, you so much. your mm-hmm. success, your hotness, your relatability, your all your different interests, Catan, skateboarding, screenwriting. It's just who even are you? You're an amalgamation of cool things. Thank you so much. That's a great way to describe Molly. Where can wow. we find yeah. you on the Soshis? I'd say, you know, lately I've been thinking about deleting my Twitter, so not there. Not there. Uh, but on Instagram, it's at Molly Elizabeth Brown. Please only refer to me as Molly Brown, though. Elizabeth is just because I couldn't get Molly Damn Brown. Um, but uh, so at Molly Elizabeth Brown and then at Molly Eliz Brown on every other social media. Sick. Mm-hmm. And we will be yeah. watching out for you on a TV series. We're going to watch out for boy shorts, the new ones. And we're going to watch out for senior year with Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, it was such a pleasure to have you. And so nice to see you. It's been so long. It's been literally so I'll long. I'll see y'all later. This has Molly. been. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> no, I was like trying to stop Molly from being like, and see you later. Yeah, don't, you don't need to leave. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're just, we're yeah. going to do the, the worst outro. is when we sign off the podcast and the people actually leave and, and we're like, like wait, wait, don't leave. Okay. I did tell them that I actually pooped when I thought I just had to pee. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Let's do the outro. This has been crazy hot. We are crazy hot. And so are you. Join us next week when we finally discover what octopuses are doing when they squish up really small. Bye. 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 (laughs) Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're, you're hot, hot as fuck. fuck. Mwah. Mwah. That's perfect.